Mnobi Samta. Uh, she is one of the co-owners of uh, Pop Culture, a uh, video blogging platform on YouTube. By the way, she is co-owner with two other young ladies, Bongega Masango. Yeah? I don't know if you're related, but that's wonderful to see. And, of course, Tembe Mashaba. Uh, and uh, Nobi Samda is going to be speaking on behalf, I suppose, of her uh, co-directors of this organization. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. <clears throat> Nobi Samta is on the line. Good evening to you, Nobi Thank you very much for joining us. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, much appreciated. Uh, listen, first of all, I want to ask is, are you in any way related to Brazix? <laughs> I always get that question. <laughs> I'm a big fan, you, you see. I'm a huge, huge fan. Yeah? <laughs> no, I'm so sorry to let you down. Unfortunately, no, we're not uh... related. <laughs> you probably are. You just don't know it. No, so I've asked because okay. I've asked so many times and then I had to verify because at some point, because every time I kept saying, no, I'm not. And then I was just like, what if I am? So I checked and we're not related. Sorry. I, I, I wonder whether I am related to your uh, co-director or co-founder, Bong Egamasango. Um, yeah, you know, you, you never know. You never know. You don't know what these old you don't know what these old men were doing back then. You know, that was before our time. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about video blogging, which is a relatively new, I suppose, activity. Perhaps even even newer uh, as a business. Tell me what it is, and uh, how do you guys make it a business? What what is this all about? Well, I mean, I guess video content or creating video content is not really all that new as a concept, but I think in South Africa, um, creating it off of the YouTube platform, I think, is starting to become a thing like maybe in the past two, three, four years or so. Um, But I think people have been creating video content on YouTube for quite a while. But obviously, it's I I suppose people who were just interested in video content and obviously came across a lot of US or UK um, YouTubers and just felt inspired to kind of just do their own thing online. So you will find quite a lot of YouTubers on YouTube, but some obviously are not necessarily doing it for business. They do it out of the love of just content creating um, and out of the love of just creating videos, really. Well, tell me, spe- um, tell me specifically about pop culture. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, for us, yeah, yeah. Well, for us, we didn't, you know, look into it going into it as a business. It was very much like we were three individuals, so talkative. We had so many opinions about so many things. Oh, I saw, and I saw, I saw. <laughs> so yeah, so when we kind of sat down um, at multiple dinners, we kind of were just like, "Hey, cool. What do we do in terms of we have so many opinions, and we actually want to share these opinions on a platform of some kind." or to entertain on some platform on some kind. So it was yeah. just like, okay, cool, let's do, you know, my, my idea was I wanted to do a podcast and I'd approached um, Tembi about it a couple, maybe two, mm, three, four years ago. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm keen to do the thing, but I'm not sure because I just come off um, working on radio. Yeah. So varsity radio, that is. Uh, so UCT radio, that specifically. Yeah. Um, so I'm able to try a podcast and then that kind of fell flat. And then when Bongega moved to Cape Town in 2015, it was like, cool, let's do this thing. So we just started and it was like, we had ambitions to try and make it very centered on popular culture, celebrity gossip, etc. Very much inspired by um, Power 105.1's The Breakfast Club. Yeah. 
Um, so we wanted that kind of vibe, you know, just how Charlemagne and the crew are just so able to get the truth out of all these celebrities. Or it's not the truth, but just like the human side of the person. Yeah. That's what we wanted. But as the channel evolved and as we evolved as individuals, it kind of took a life of its own. Um, and I think it's only in the past year that we've actually been like, let's try and make this thing a business. And by business, I don't mean like, um, you know, we are pitching and we're doing all these things, but just like taking it seriously, because um, we were serious at the beginning, but like formalizing processes, creating, starting a business plan and, you know, that whole vibe. That's yeah. been when, probably about a year ago. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've had uh, occasion to just look at uh, what pop culture presents and uh, very, very interesting content. I mean, you guys mm. go from talking about celebrities to talking about vaginas. You know, I mean, wow. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so it's, it's pretty it's pretty interesting stuff that is on your platform. Uh, who is looking at your platform? Or how do they engage with some of the content and mm. I suppose the one question I'm interested to find out is how do you monetize your business? Do you make money? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the monetization of the business is very tricky. And I think at the moment there's two streams or two options for any type of monetization. Yeah. Um, but specifically for us in terms of the audience or who kind of looks at our content, generally or on average, I suppose, our audience is uh, from sort of 18 to 25 um, obviously predominantly females and um, yeah we kind of just speak to so many different things like you mentioned because um, obviously a lot what you mentioned the the vagina thing that was very much centered around the work that we did with Libres yeah. um, and the agency Nature BBDO and, and her she was a director um, Zuti Studio did the whole production of the whole you know um, the content for Vagina Vossi as well as the TV ad that's currently flighting now on, on, on all multiple channels so I think, you know, that's an example of how we've monetized. Yeah. Um, although, obviously, we were brought on board as talent, myself and TMB, because obviously we are in the TV ads and um, we were in the Vagina Varsity series. Yeah. Uh, we were brought on as talent. So it wasn't like it's a pop culture production. It was like Mamisa and TMB. But we are conscious of the fact that that platform or that opportunity wouldn't have existed had, had we not... Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. had pop culture not been a thing. Yeah. So making money on the platform itself is a thing. Um, you kind of have to switch on AdSense, um, which is this sort of, uh, it's not a program per se, but it's attached to YouTube. And that's basically where your views or the views and subscribers kind of then, and through the advertising that's placed on certain, so you know the ads that everybody's skipping. Yeah, yeah. People who are skipping ads, you guys are skipping people's money. Oh, number one eight eight three oh seven oh two. South Africans doing great things. Nobi Samtai is my guest, and she, together with Tembi Mashaba and Bongega Masango, are the founders of uh, a video blog uh, platform. Is that how I say it? Is that how you talk? I mean, what's the collective name or the name of what you guys do? Well, we honestly just call ourselves YouTubers, to be honest. I you, think YouTubers, be, yeah. Technical about it just makes it a bit complicated. Yeah, Simple. Just, we exist on YouTube. We YouTubers, and that's and that's that. Way beyond my pay grade as well. But. <laughs> <laughs> So, so give us a call, kind of 011-883-0702. If you have seen the work that Pop Culture is doing on YouTube, what do you think of it? I'd love to hear from you. It's a brave new world out there, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Nobisa, in terms mm. of content, in terms of the, the kinds of conversations that are being stimulated by young, three black, 20-something-year-old women Right, that are talking mm. about things that I suppose your mom would not be heard, mm. seen, thinking about. Yeah, mm, mm, definitely. But that was the point. 
um, you know, kind of going into it. And I think also just understanding how traditional media goes about, you know, their conversations. Um, and I think, you know, traditional platforms are regulated by so many different things and so many, you know, people are at play. So many things affect how and what people can say on those platforms. And I think the luxury of YouTube and why YouTube is a success overseas is the fact that the platform itself is just there to facilitate, really. It exists as a platform to be just there to to provide people with the tools to create videos. And it's up to you to decide what you want to do. Of course, in terms of censorship, it is regulated and it's a lot stricter now. Uh, because a lot of there's been very, you know, intense conversations that happen on those platforms that can be very, very negative. Um, and we were actually, you know, um, up in Kenya, uh, beginning of the year, kind of just talking about that with, you know, alongside other creators uh, across um, Africa, as well as, you know, the Google slash YouTube team. And... Um, the conversations for us are vital. And I think gone are the days of really kind of just sheltering. And, and I think that that's testament. You, you saw those things like, you know, Rose must fall, fees must fall. Yeah. It's just young people just taking a stand. Because I think uh, for the most part, adults or older generations kind of felt like, you know, we, we weren't serious or we lazy, we're not inspired. We're kind of just riding this wave of just, you know, we we the freedom kids. Um Meanwhile, we are actually pressed by so many different issues. And I think kids have just gotten to a boiling point um, where it's like, you know what, I'm going to say what I'm saying and, and I want to be heard and I deserve to be heard. Yeah. And so our platform was kind of just, um, kind of, yeah, existed off of that notion, I suppose, that like, well, here's a time when we're allowed to, when we can, and it's like, why not? And so we don't hold back. We say things, um, obviously, take into consideration that we don't want to be offensive. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to have the conversations because I think there's some, you know, there's some difficult things happening in the country that a lot of people can't necessarily deal with. And it's like, the more we talk about it, the closer we get to solutions, right? So I think that's the point for us, at least. It's like the do, more do, we do, have do, you, do you believe that? Do you believe that? I mean, I, I, I'm in, I suppose, a similar kind of business. I'm, I'm yeah. a talk show host. We talk about all sorts of stuff. And sometimes mm. it gets really tense. And the idea mm. is precisely that. I suppose the, the theory is that that uh, if we talk about stuff, maybe we'll find solutions. Yeah. And sometimes we call them elegant solutions. Uh, yeah. Uh, although, and then, of course, there are people who say, yeah, but it's not going that way, guys. Mm-hmm. We're going into our lagers. Men and women in the gender discussion are going into their lagers. In the race mm-hmm. discussion, black and white and uh, Indian and colored are going into their lagers. Do you mm-hmm. still believe that the conversations, the, 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 the difficult conversations that you have on your blog um, are about getting solutions or do you sometimes get blamed for sensationalism as what we do mm. we get blamed for sensationalism you talk of racism yeah. just for the, to- the 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 purpose of talking uh about race uh, race and uh, not because you guys are looking for solutions you yeah. are just sensational what, 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 Got you. does that does that happen with you guys no, so not at the moment. I think our platform, because we are still relatively new to the market, and I mean, 702 has existed for how long? <laughs> so, you know, I think at the moment, we're still in the in the heat of people enjoying or being willing, because at the end of the day, the majority of the people watching our content is our young people. And so yeah. they are wanting the conversations to be had. Um, I think at the end of the day, as people, as if you look at the way, I suppose, society is structured, there's different people playing different roles. Not everybody wants to strike. Not everybody wants to sit in parliament. Not everybody wants to sign petitions and camp outside the union buildings. Not yep. every, you know, like everybody, like there's a different. Not, role not everybody is are, a f- is an active fallist. Maybe yeah, they they and, might and they, maybe the they might uh, agree with some of the 
of yeah. the ideas, but maybe they don't want to necessarily be part of the active uh, process. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And some people don't necessarily want to create platforms where let's have a radio show and talk about this, and that's okay too. And yeah. so for us, we don't go into a conversation because the channel also doesn't obviously always focus on the hard topics. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, we are who we are. Myself and Tim, we are definitely the, you know, very dramatic, very lively, um, very energetic individuals. So the conversations sometimes don't always land as serious and hard. It's very much, you know, we invite in the conversation and by virtue of the fact that we are who we are, it allows for a more comfortable way of conversating. So we don't go into a conversation to be like, hey, okay, cool. How are we going to solve the national crisis around racism? Yeah. It's just, let's talk about how we're dealing with it. Yeah. You're going into an office building, um, you're going in for an interview and you're potentially being hired because you're black. And, you know, you know that you've got these skills, you know, you've got all these different things. Or you walk into a boardroom, nobody takes you seriously because you're young. How are you? Or a woman, yeah. I think, yeah, and you, you, it's just about bringing the conversation to the fore to have. And I think for me, it's about, it's the being able to relate to it. Because I think a lot of the time, and I think why even the content series that we're doing right now, um, with, with behind these walls, it's kind of just taking down the, the, the barriers um, and kind of just being true and open and raw about the things that we're facing. Because yeah. a lot of the time, it's so easy to feel like you're alone, um, you're going through difficult times. I mean, like with myself personally, like mentally, you know, I've been, it's been very challenging lately, you know, this year. I'm just being, you know, mentally in a positive space and things like that. And I share that on the platform and you'll find like in our comment sections, people will come out and they'll say their pieces. I know the content that we shared today. I mean, Monica shared quite a very personal thing towards the end of her video. Yeah. And other people came on the platform and shared their stories too. Related to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just opening the conversation. It's kind of just saying, guys, we're all going through the same thing. But let we're me, all navigating let, it differently. Let me ask our listeners this question. O double one eight eight three O seven O two or O two one double four six O five six seven as I speak to Moabi Samda. She is uh, one of the founders of uh, Pop Culture. Uh, which is a video bloggers platform on YouTube where they discuss all sorts of interesting things. But here's the question that I'd like to ask you. What is the value of conversation in this country? Uh, is it still loyal to the idea that conversation helps each helps us as South Africans find each other um, with regards to all sorts of different topics? Or has mm. it found, has it come to a place where it has lost its sever, as it were? Give me a call, mm. 011-883-0702. Tell me about the conceptualization process, Moabi. So when you and your co-founders and your, and I suppose, producers sit, uh, yeah. ha- have you got a number of streams? of themes that you focus on that gives you or delivers the kinds of content that you're looking for? Well, we take uh, our content uh, on a month-to-month basis. So at the beginning, we were very much led by public holidays and kind of just, you know, looking, when we look at the types of conversations that people are having, let's say on traditional media platforms, we kind of were looking at it and it's like, okay, if people are going to be talking about Heritage Day, we know that that month on that particular talk show or whatever it is is going to be focused on focusing entirely on heritage. But they're talking about the general, you know, conversation. So for us, it was like, how do we refresh the conversation? How do we bring it up in a different way? And refreshing it doesn't necessarily mean that 
we have to specifically talk about I'm Tosa, I'm Dondon, whatever. Yeah. It could be about dance, it could be about music, and then we bring, I don't know, Anati, because we know he's passionate about, about his culture. And just by virtue of the fact that we know he is so true to his heritage, that speaks to that. So we don't need to necessarily call it out that he's a Tosa man that does this, that, and the third. But even those conversations are vital too. So for us, it's just, we take every month um, case by case, but we've been doing it, you know, for the past two years, and we've kind of stuck to the same formula. So we left the public holiday thing, and it was just more about feeling inspired by whatever's happening at that particular time or whatever conversation's happening. So, for example, you know, when, when the unfortunate, you know, uh, um, uh, what's the murder of Garabo as the example, um, you know, and then there was a quite a like heightened of missing girls and, you know, kidnappings and, you know, Uber incidences and things like that. Um, we had, you know, not a lot of pressure, but people had been asking us, guys, can you please talk about this? Can you please talk about it? And for us, we weren't ready to. Um, and so I think in those instances, it's like there are certain conversations we want to be a part of, but it's difficult to have the conversations. And when we decided to have the conversation around, you know, when we took a stand and we were saying enough is enough, we got slack for one of our episodes. Um, it didn't land, um, and I think it was more on the production of the actual content. We probably didn't craft it as well as we should have. We should have spent more time researching, and it's a sensitive topic. Yeah. When you're talking about things like rape and human abuse. So for us, it's, it's definitely about looking at the month and seeing whatever conversation is happening at the time, but how do we have a new and refreshed conversation that's very much related to who we are as individuals? So that's why people love the content, because they can relate to both myself um, and Timmy, and of course, Wonga when she does come on screen. But at the end of the day, B also obviously you know produces the content and she shoots and edits, etc. How, how, how big is your so, team? How, how big is your team, Mabis? How, 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 how big is your team? Is three. it just the three of you? Just the three of us. Oh, yeah. no, no. Producers and sub-producers nope. and... Yeah. Nope. nope. Oh, you don't have people. We're the whole machine. Nope. We're the whole machine. Anybody listening out there and wants to... <laughs> you know what I find fascinating, though? I mean, uh, I mean I, I, what I find fascinating, and there's nothing new about this, but I find, I find it fascinating that you three have created a business out of conversations. Mm. I, I mean, and perhaps I shouldn't be the one that says that because I'm in that same business. I'm, you know, yeah. But I'm I'm on a platform that's been there for a long time. Yeah. You've just said that, but but the fact that you guys have created your own, yes, albeit it's on um, YouTube and so mm. forth. But the fact that you guys have created interest. Uh, you've created yeah. content and people are engaging with your content. Um, I, I just think it's absolutely so fascinating. And it says to me that there are opportunities out there, yeah? There really are. That's, you can say that infinity times over. I think for the most part, people are intimidated. No, not intimidated. Are afraid. They're scared. When we started, we were scared because we were just like, who's even going to care? Yeah. Who's even going to, you know, what makes us so special um, than the next person? Um, but I think it's once you let go of all those things. And I think, if anything, it's just being proud and being okay with being you. And I think we just took that leap of faith. Bongaga definitely did a bit of pushing with myself and Tembi. Um, and we took the leap of faith and we kept going. And I think When you say pushing, what do you mean? What are you referring to? In the sense that, like, so Tembi and I were nervous about starting the YouTube channel. And Bongaga was like, guys, I'm getting a camera next week. We're starting. <laughs> Whereas other people will plan to plan to make more plans. We want to sit, no, let's unpack how many episodes we're going to have or what's the theme. Okay, for so the next six months, we need to be able to do... Just start. Just start. Just take YouTube action. Not, yeah. You know, YouTube is not a, 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 a national news provider. It's 
it's a platform that allows for trial and error. It's a platform where you go on, you see people's videos are shaking, and it's a part of the entertainment. Um, you see people like Umushendi, who was using his cell phone at the beginning to yeah. shoot content. Look at him now. He's a sensation. And he, he's, a, you know, he's a media personality. He's a businessman. Um, off of the fact that he just took out his phone and he was like, I just have some things to say and I'm going to share it with you guys. So I think for, for, for people who are obviously nervous, I get the nerves. Yeah. I think even you know, now, because we kind of are on a refresh of the channel, it kind of feels like the beginning all over again. And we really are pushing uh, ourselves and we really want to... Yeah. Different and dynamic let's, content, let, but it's scary. Yeah, let's it's take scary. a let's take a couple of calls on 011 on 021-446-0567. Speaking to a young lady doing great things, a great uh, South African doing great things. Moby Samta, she is uh, one of the co-founders of the platform, the bloggers, video bloggers uh, uh, platform, Pap Culture, uh, and it's uh, just a fascinating conversation. And I suppose, uh, Moby, and, and I'm, I'm talking to young people. No, no, I'm not just talking to young people. Talk to everybody out there. There are mm-hmm. opportunities. I think that we sometimes get so caught up in the in, in, in the trenches that are already dug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm and I'm getting the sense from you that you know dig your own trench, um, yep. <laughs> and 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 see what happens. Eh? Let, let's talk to Bruce yeah. in Randburg. Bruce, hi. Hey, how, how's it, Robin? Yeah, how's it, Bruce? Go for it, man. <laughs> no, look, I'm really, I'm really enjoying your guest. She's a very confident. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. You're not talking about trying to change the system as in government. You're talking about, like you know, you were saying in the beginning, where well, you're tired of waiting around. Nothing's happening. You're talking about taking your business. And changing—is that correct, or, or getting it out there? No, we're just celebrating a business that uh, uh, would have been unlikely, perhaps a few years ago. That seems to be ca- yeah. getting tra- traction and 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 and, and starting yeah. to be a popular yeah. thing. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yep. you're not trying to change government, like because there's another getting. I thought you said you're trying to change government. Well, here's the thing. Oh, no. Okay. So if you're looking for some, if you're looking for sponsorship or you're looking to grow, I work for a very large service provider that does a lot of BE sponsoring. Are you guys? What is your? If you don't mind asking, your make your are you all black women or what is your um, makeup? Because we you must con- you must come contact us because we we beginning of financial year and they look at companies or ways they can sponsor. So we maybe we can help because you said you want to grow your you know your revenue or I need to understand more about your business. But um, what is your makeup? Your uh, yeah, have you got money? You want to give them some money, uh, Bruce? <laughs> you got some money? You want to give them some money? Yeah, no, no, it's a sponsorship. We do, we, this is, this is, we do a lot of yeah, sponsorship or whatever. It's money, and they want. Yeah, so oh, just, sorry, sorry, Moby, sir, just just yeah. tell Bruce a little bit about uh, yeah. uh, your business from the point of view that he needs to understand it. That he's asking. Yeah. Well, I think ultimately to your question, we three black females. Um, ultimately, yeah. and I think at the at the moment we haven't. So the, the platform does not exist to try and change parliamentary things. Okay, good. Um, we the, we're not the vessel that is intended to do that. We can have government officials on the platform to discuss certain issues that are happening in society and in life and whatever it is. However, I don't think, as I mentioned earlier, different people play different roles, and I think our platform is not intended to be in that sense. We're here to entertain. Ultimately, we're an entertainment platform. So, um, most importantly for Wait us, my number. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right, Bruce. No, no, really. Bruce, no, no, no for I'm sure. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, yeah. we'll get Moabisa to get your number from yeah. from Comfort. Thanks very much. Uh, we do sponsorship. All right, thanks. Yeah, man. Bruce in Renberg. I like to get sponsored, Bruce. Sponsor Ooh, me thank for you, once. Bruce, yeah. wow, that was Moabisa. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I believe you've had some some great guests on your platform. Tell me about that. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Both. Next level guests, um, definitely. And I think, weirdly enough, for us, we've, we've been so fortunate to get guests that um, I think are a little unexpected because they're not necessarily in the news every single day. Because yeah. obviously, you've seen the likes of the Caspers, etc., in the news every day. And these are like, we've had like timeless, classic, you know, guests on the channel. Yeah. So we've had Tandy Somerswai, we've had Bonnie Moody. Oh, yeah, Tandy Somerswai! Um, <laughs> yeah, during Jazz Fest, um, we interviewed her yeah. uh, when she was down here in Cape Town. She was phenomenal. Nick, like, she was, like, I can't even... Her and Bonnie, we just need to be best friends. Um, yeah. I think for anybody who is listening, please do go on the channel, Bob Culture, and check out the two interviews. Um, they just brought such an amazing energy in the, in the car, and they're actually really, really close friends. They've been friends for years. Um, so, uh, where, where does this happen? So, sorry, sorry, sorry Moabisa, uh, somebody's, and I'm worried about the time. Somebody's asking me, where does this happen? I mean, is it at your garage? <laughs> <laughs> no, so the, the majority of our interviews with celebrities have happened um, in, our, in the car, Tembi's car. That's the south segment. We've got four segments, yeah. We've got four segments called, so it's Ride Along, where we do interviews in the car. So, if you've ever seen Carpool Karaoke, um, it's... The setup is similar, except that we don't sing in the car. We just do interviews. Um, and then our, our other segment is called Pop Culture on Location, Pop Culture Reacts, and Pop Culture Talks. So talks is essentially similar to what we're doing here. We bring on two people on board. We have a big conversation. Um, and then we have events. And then, yeah, the third one is, or fourth one, sorry, is Reacts, where we'll react to tweets or videos or anything like that, or any fun tags on YouTube. I thought so I had heard it had, all. I, we had I, a Kanye Bao interview actually yeah. with React. She removed her whole wig in the in the thing. It was oh. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we have interviews in a car, GoPros and all. Um, yeah, it's 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 amazing. That's and, my favorite. And so, and so, what do you guys channel. do? Do you, do you phone them and say, "Listen, Kanye"? No, we have yeah? them in the car. We drive with them in the car. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that, that. All right, the North uh, remembers on Twitter says, how do they get uh, to the many views on YouTube? How did they get people to be aware of them? Yo, guys, we pushed. I can't even, yo, hey, wow. We pushed because I think at the beginning we shared a lot of our content on Facebook. We still do. But, but what I mean is we shared it a lot on our personal pages. We were pushing with family and friends and every opportunity we got to, whenever we go out, it's like, are you subscribing? Are you watching? Are you subscribing? Are you watching? But I think by nature of the fact that we really tried really hard to craft the content and we really want the content to be entertaining and to be authentic in that sense, to be, you know, to connect and to be relatable. And that has really just landed and connected with people. And so that interest, I think, over time we've built it and people are keen to hear what we have to say. Um, it's been trial and error along the way, but like our growth has been phenomenal. It's been organic. We haven't put any paid media behind, yeah. you know, any of our, our, our content. So it's been all organic, but I think, you know, you have to take the time to, to, to look into what you want to talk about, craft it, research it if you need to, switch on the camera and go, you know, and see what happens from there. Editing uh, it and paying attention to detail. Yeah. So it's, it's just those little elements. How, how much how much of what you guys do um, has to do with courage, Moabisa? I mean, do you guys uh, sit there and, and like, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do it today? Uh, yeah? 
Not so much. I think at the beginning, definitely. But I think, and maybe maybe now with the new content series that we're doing, um, because it, it, it's, diff- it's very different to what we've been doing in the yeah. past, for the past two years. Um, so I think it, it, it's, I, I think at this point we've kind of moved past the courage phase and it's now we just, it's the machine moving. It's yep. the machine moving. We always joke about, you know, our analogy is doing bench presses, doing all the sit-ups, basically doing all the grinding hard work <laughs> to get the channel to flow. So when we, you know, hit a good milestone, it's like we need to do more push-ups yep. to get to the next. Bobby, sir, you and I have run out of time. This is fascinating. (laughs) I really, really have enjoyed talking to you. And uh, please send our regards to your partners. And um, long may you guys... We're watching a movie. This is how much I was determined to do this interview. Uh, We are here at Girls Trip watching a film, and I walked out just to do the interview. <laughs> ah, thank you very much, Morbi Samta, no a South African doing great things, a co-owner of Pop Culture, a, um, a video blog on YouTube. Please go check it out.